You're listening to Productivity Protected, the podcast that's all about data privacy and security. We'll unpack emerging threats, hot issues in data security, and top ways to protect your data and how you work. Here's your host, Spencer Kupferman. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Productivity Protected podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Kupferman, the CEO of PKWare, and we've got a fantastic show for all of you today. I want to I want to give a shout out to our customers, our partners, all of those out there who follow PKWare for whatever your reasons are, whether it's our awesome uh, dynamic software, and you'll you'll see why that was no pun intended here shortly, or you want to know the latest and greatest of what's happening in the cyber world, this is your channel, this is your, this is your episode, this is your podcast to be following religiously. And we appreciate all of our committed followers from around the globe here. We are gonna talk about today with our special guest, I'm gonna get to her in a second, but we're gonna talk about the fundamentals of dynamic masking. Masking data is so cool. Um, We've got an expert. We have an expert in the area here of dynamic masking. We're gonna talk about all areas of dynamic masking and how PKWare does this for our customers around the globe, please join me in welcoming Nidhi Mahajan, our senior solutions engineer here at PKWare, our, or we, as we call her internally, our dynamic masking extraordinaire. We are lucky and honored to have her share and drop knowledge with all of you in the cyber world out there today. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with this, a very interesting, and serious discussion. It's a fun discussion, but it's serious because masking data, we've had to mask data now for years because of nefarious actors out there who are trying to steal data. Uh, And if you're in the news and you read the news uh, every day, you see that there's a lot of actors, uh, both individual and terrorist groups, state actors out there who, without the concept of masking, uh, would uh, create even more havoc in our world today. It's because of folks like Nitty, uh, who are in the trenches fighting this fight, making the world a safer, more peaceful place with what she does every day. We're honored to have her. I'm gonna, if I can, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give a little uh, bio. Uh, as I said, eminently qualified. She is the tip of our spear here at PKWare uh, for our dynamic masking project with a bachelor's degree in computer science from Punjab Technical University, or as it's known locally in India as PTU. Uh, Nitty joined Data Guys in 2016. For those of you who remember Data Guys, PKWare acquired Data Guys back in November of 20 uh, to combine uh, our, our what's known today as our PK Protect uh, platform, the scanning and detection capabilities and the masking capabilities. Uh, that uh, that that data guys brought to the table uh, for PKWare uh, uh, from data guys and Nitty. We were lucky enough to get Nitty with that acquisition. Uh, she actually uh, was formerly based in the India office of data guys uh, and uh, moved here to the great old US of A in 2020. A couple couple of uh, little quick fun facts about Nitty. Of course, she loves to travel and hike is also a fan of trying different cuisines. So help me to welcome uh, our dynamic masking extraordinaire, the tip of the spear in our dynamic masking project, Nidhi Mahajai. Spencer, 
I have been hearing to the podcast since long and it's, you know, it's really exciting. And I've been honored to be a part of uh, this podcast today as a guest talking about dynamic masking. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. Absolutely, Nitty. Thank you so much. And uh, appreciate your excitement and enthusiasm for being a part of podcast here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the fundamentals of dynamic masking with Nitty Mahajan, our senior solutions engineer here at PKWare. I want to, I always start Nitty with wanting to get for our listeners around the globe. Um, I want them to have a better understanding of your background. I, I mentioned that, you know, you went to PTU, which is a very highly esteemed uh, uh, institution in India uh, for computer science, but Let's let's if we can take the journey with you, if you could take us through your journey of how you got into software development. I think our listeners, they love to hear about the personal aspects, the backgrounds. Take us through your journey. How, what inspired you to get into uh, to this area and, and piqued your interest in software development? Sure. This is an interesting question to start with. Uh, yeah, and it takes us way back. I have always been fascinated and intrigued by how a small computer can achieve so many things in different areas. And the fact that computers were literally everywhere when I was growing up. Like in school, we used to have Kabul and HTML languages. And uh, we had classes where they used to teach us how to program, how to make small games. And my dad bringing home our first computer. When coming home from school, making these small things was so much fun. And I always was very fascinated about it, that how am, am I able to do this, these things? And then gradually, I graduated in computer science, which made it even more interesting because, you know, they teach us about a lot of stuff along with the problem solving skills. So, you know, I acquired those things and today I am here with almost more than a decade of experience working in software technologies over the years. Well, that's great. I think what sticks out to me there, Nitty, is I've never thought about it that way, but you made a very interesting comment around um, the concept that the computer is so small, yet it's able to accomplish so much. I, I don't know if that's like a, maybe we should put, that could be on the cover of Times Magazine. I love that quote. Uh, it's so true um, and so interesting that uh, that that is actually initially what drew you uh, into this space and, and thankful that it did. And, and so thankful you're here and making the great contributions you are on a daily basis, on an hourly basis uh, for all of us here at PKWare and our customers and partners are better for it. Uh, so glad glad you're here. Glad you're on this podcast. I want to jump right in here, Nitty, because we've got a lot to cover in a short period of time. So I'm going to jump right in. We, we previewed dynamic masking, as you know, at the RSA conference, the big kind of Super Bowl, if you will, uh, of cyber conferences. There's so many of them out there, but RSA certainly right at the top of the list out there in California uh, in, your in your neck of the woods. Um, tell us just, if you can, tell us what makes dynamic masking uh, the difference. I think that's the initial, that's even, a, I, I think that's a, a great question to start with, which is, What's the difference between dynamic masking and static data masking? I think that's a question that all of our listeners would love to know the difference in the two. Yeah, sure. So, you know, basically when we're talking about static data masking, we are talking about updating the data permanently in target systems. So, and it is an irreversible process. 
So you go in and you obfuscate or you just basically encrypt the data which is sitting out there in your platforms and you can't get back the original data from there. So if you are working on the production systems, you maybe make copies and then you mask those data. But it's not the case with dynamic masking. With database dynamic masking, you're not doing that. You're not changing anything in the platforms. The data actually sits in your platforms. It remains untouched. But we apply role-based security to your applications. With dynamic data masking in place, the sensitive data remains untouched in your reporting databases. But when a SQL query is fired by the user, those packets are inspected by our engine, or let's call it a database proxy, and we figure out if you have the access to see those data in clear text or not. If you're not allowed to see that data, we mask the data in real time and we show you the mass data. But you, if you do have the rights to see that data, you will be able to see that data. So think of it as a role-based proxy that is applied on your database, where the actual database still remains the same. So that would be the basic difference, that we are not changing anything. We are just applying a, a layer on top of it. I appreciate that, uh, that definition and, and making that clarification for uh, all of our listeners. Uh, Nidhi, and, and uh, finding out, you know, a lot of our customers um, that I've heard uh, are really talking about dynamic masking versus just the static data masking. We've done that for years, as you know, um, but the dynamic masking really takes on a more advanced element of how we are actually masking the data. So thankfully, we're there now, like I said, because of your uh, great work and the work of many others here. Um, so what really sets dynamic masking apart uh, is that it does not alter any of the original information in a database. Uh, and so I guess, how does this different approach to data protection, because we are a data protection vendor, um, how does this approach um, benefit users and administrators? Tell our, our, our listeners a little bit about that. Yeah, so database masking actually adds an additional layer of security and privacy control to protect your sensitive data, where the organization or administration can actually decide who, in terms of what users, should be allowed to see the data and in what form. So it protects your data in read-only scenarios, such as when you're talking about reporting. For example, uh, the administrators of the company or the organization decides that uh, someone from the banking department, or let's say your finance head should be able to see the bank account numbers in the clear text format, but other people should not be able to see that because that that's a personal information. So you should not be able to see that information. So we can apply those things. Same thing would happen with social security number. Why would someone be able to see the social security number of employees Whereas an HR admin should be able to see that maybe, you know, she wants it for the security run. So all those things are really important when we're talking about database dynamic masking and we're talking about organizations and administrators where they can decide who needs to see what and in what format. Also, the best thing is that it protects the data against internal threats as well. You know, like you mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, that there are actors out there who are trying to steal the data, and no one should be having the access to someone's personal information, even within the organization. So all those things can be handled. 
And most importantly, as it's not something that is static, we are not updating your data itself. So it's not an upfront batch processing. So it doesn't take any time. It's almost a real, real time update that we're doing, or let's say a masking that we're doing. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great distinction. Nefarious actors externally um, who are trying to penetrate. Let, let's let's keep going here. PK wears dynamic masking solution, our own solution. Uh, for our customers, for our partners. Uh, and we released that um, in the spring uh, of this year. Uh, and we, you know, you know, what really, we really pride ourselves. I guess that's probably the way to say it on, on software that's user-friendly. We, we develop a PK, we develop software with input um, and analysis uh, from our customers and our partners. Those are the folks in the field, uh, the users use it. Um, and so we can't, we can't be in an ivory tower building software. Uh, that's not a recipe for success. And we do the opposite of that. We involve our customers, uh, whether it's uh, through our user advisory meetings, uh, whether it's uh, just on uh, our uh, 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 in our development roadmap. Uh, we include uh, feedback uh, from our customers uh, and it's valued at a very, very high level in our organization. Uh, with that, how easy, let's start with this. How easy would it be? Um, if I'm a customer for someone to start using uh, uh, PKWare's dynamic masking solution. Um, besides the fact uh, we want to understand uh, our users want to know, our partners, our customers, how easy this is to deploy, um, what would the learning curve be? I, I, I understand it's not very significant, but I want you to elaborate on the learning curve. And then also from a technical standpoint uh, as well, what's the impact uh, to the database server, which again, I understand um, doesn't really move the needle, uh, but um, it's not a, not, a, not a heavy load there on the database server. But again, uh, wanted to get the professionals uh, input on that. We'll start with how easy it is uh, to start using PK's, uh, PK protects dynamic masking. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, with PK dynamic masking solution, it comes with the basic installers that we have. And once it's it's, uh, it's there in your system, it's installed, it's just a one-time operational setup and we help you throughout the process. And also, honestly, everything is that nicely documented. So it's not something that is very difficult to set up. It's basic, it's very easy. And once it's done, it's not something that would need a daily maintenance. It's there. It's just out there. And unless you want to change anything, you want to update anything in terms of, you know, adding more users to the roles which are already there, or you want to add a new sensitive type to the group that are out there, you don't have to change anything. Once it's installed, it's there. And when we're talking about database perspective, it's a very lightweight agent that we go in and install. It doesn't affect the database server as such. And even from the database user standpoint, one of the main advantages is that as a user, as a database user, nothing changes for you. Once it's deployed and configured, the end user experience doesn't change at all. You go in and write the queries the same way that you were writing. The output may be different depending upon your role and how you're allowed to see the data, but otherwise everything else remains the same. So your work doesn't change at all. Tell, tell me, um, what really sets our dynamic masking solution, if you could put your finger on one really powerful capability that really moves the needle for our user community, 
it, what what would that be? What's the real differentiator um, as far as you know our approach to dynamic masking? We're not the only vendor in the space that has a dynamic masking solution. I'm not going to make that claim, um, but everybody does something a little different. And I, I, you know, I like to think that we're doing it in a in a in a very thoughtful way uh, and in a way that is helping to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. And and so because, again, as I said, we have received uh, a, a ton of feedback um, from our customer base on this uh, and our partners. So maybe you could shed some light on wh where is the differentiative approach and what is that? look like? Yeah, I would say the basic thing would be that it's really easy to use, easy to set up, easy to use, and you get all the support. And it can go as granular as your mind imagines to do that. You can do whatever you imagine. You want someone to look at the data in one way, you can do that. You want someone from the same department to look at the same data the other way, you can do that. So, you know, it's just about your imagination. Whatever you imagine, we have a lot of masking solutions available as well. You just go in, once it's set up, you know, make the task available and you're all set. You don't have to do the things again and again. So I would say the basic point would be that it's really easy to use. Easy to set up, easy to use, and the experience is very smooth for every user that you would be talking about. Excellent. Thank you for that feedback and and you know there's nothing like hearing about uh you know data protection capabilities um from one of the very people who actually builds these uh these capabilities which of course uh we're here with Nidhi Mahajan the senior solution engineer at PKWare uh on the dynamic masking project amongst other things amongst other things that she does uh in our development team um from really from your experience on the development side, could you maybe pick one thing on about uh, that you uh, relative to data protection in general? Again, I know we're focused on dynamic masking here today, but let's expand that lens a little bit. What what is one thing you want our listeners to go away with here today uh, when it comes to uh, uh, data protection? that you'd like them to remember today from today's episode? Well, data protection is really important in today's world. It prevents the information of any organization from fraudulent activities, phishing, hacking, identity theft, or even leaking the data internally, like we talked about. And it's critically crucial for every organization to adhere to the compliances these days. As different organizations have different needs, we provide, I'm promoting our company as well here, that we provide best data protection capabilities, be it be static masking, where the data can be obfuscated in the platform itself, or the organization can go with dynamic masking, where the actual data remains the same, we don't touch it, but it's not visible to everyone. So the importance of data protection increases every day as the amount is is increasing, the amount of data that an organization is holding these days is increasing massively. Any organization that wants to work effectively needs to ensure the safety of that information by implementing a data protection plan that is best suitable for them. That's beautiful, that's beautiful. And, and we've, we're about running out of time here. So I've got, I've got time for one more question for you, uh, Nidhi. And again, thank you for that. 
uh, for that answer. And hopefully our, our listeners will leave uh, even just a tad bit more educated on this concept and this this uh, this capability of dynamic masking today and in uh, data protection in general. So I appreciate your contribution there. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here because you're uh, you know you're a, a, one of our rock star up and comers here at PKWare, um, and have, have, we've really felt your impact uh, here over the years. Um, what do you? I think it'd be great. Um, you could share with our listeners. I don't know if you've ever I've ever asked this question, so you'll you'll be the first to answer it. Um, what do you What do you really love about working at PKWare? You've been here almost ten years, uh, and you've here you were here you were at Data Guys before, and then we acquired Data Guys, and now you're part of the bigger picture here uh, for the future. Give us tell us a little bit about um, what it is that you enjoy about your work environment and and what you do at PKWare. Yeah, sure. And you have put everything very nicely, Spencer. Uh, apart from whatever you just said, I would say that uh, working here gives you an opportunity to be updated all the time. You're not working on one thing and which is not even re relevant in the market these days. You are updating yourself every moment. Every new thing that comes in the market, we are sure that we are working on that and we are taking the opportunity to grab that and you know include that feature in a product so it makes you learn new things it keeps you updated and apart from work if i say it's also a very good environment where you're not feeling you know that you're just working and working and working and you don't have anyone to talk to so it's a friendly environment as well when it comes to you know a balance between your work your your personal life and everything. So yeah, the work environment is really good and it keeps you updated all the time. You're not working on something which is getting stagnant or obsolete in the market. So yes, keeps you updated, I would say. That's great. Um, and as I said, I'd never asked that question before. I loved your answer. Um, and uh, uh, you heard it. I mean, you heard it from her right here. Uh, we are with Nidhi Mahajan. Uh, a senior solution engineer at PKWare. So Nitty, thank you so much for your time, for being with us. Thank you for your partnership and your commitment uh, to PKWare. Thank you so much, Spencer. It was really, really lovely to be here today talking about so many things. It was fun. And I hope that I'm invited again soon on some podcast and we get to chat again. Absolutely. We're going to make a note of that. I've already got it down here. You will be a repeat guest here. <laughs> Certainly, as soon as you build your next groundbreaking piece of software, you want to come talk about it on here, more than happy and honored uh, to have you. Um, uh, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Spencer Kupferman, the CEO uh, at PKWare. Uh, and this is, like I said, it's been great to learn about dynamic masking uh, here with Nidhi Mahajan uh, on this episode of Productivity Protected. We talked about the fundamentals of dynamic masking and static data masking and the differences there. Uh, and please continue to tune in. We've got a great guest. We have a great guest. I always tell you we have a great guest. I know I never disappoint. Stay right here on this podcast, Productivity Protected. Stay with me, your host, Spencer Kupferman, CEO of PKWare. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Nitty, for being with us. Uh, and everybody have a great, great summer. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Productivity Protected. Learn more about how PKWare protects data and workflows by visiting pkware.com and join us next time for more insider info on protecting data wherever it lives and moves.